episode, guys. This is... We're not doing a clip for this one. I'm just so exhausted. It's a Friday. I, I'm so... I, I'm not old. I feel old at this point because I don't do shit anymore when I get home. It's just the reality of it. And I'm getting old and I'm dying. And I get dizzy now when I when I pass back work to kids because I'm pivoting quickly and I turn back so much shit because they're not there. And I'm getting dizzy and I'm feeling old. But... um. Thank you guys, though, for uh, for checking out the podcast. It's a teacher podcast. We have some drinks. And uh, if you are, are not spreading the word, make sure you do so. Let a, let a teacher friend know and let some people know in the staff lounge to check it out, whatever it might be. And uh, if you're looking to do a little extra, you can subscribe to the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash classroombrew. I do want to point out that last week, I know I was a little bit harsh on the Mr. Corman show. And I should also point out, it's not really a show about about a teacher. He is a teacher, but it was more so, this is more of my, my critical analysis, the whole like, he has a broken dream, so he became a teacher, that bullshit, I hate that shit so much. But I checked out uh, the pilot for, for Abbott Elementary, and first off, I can't say enough about this show, and I've only seen the pilot, and I just watched the pilot like maybe 20 minutes ago before recording this shit. And uh, it, first off, it's lovely. I forget the name of the actress already. Um, she was in that one HBO show. Oh, I can't remember the name. It was the, the Black Lady Sketch Show, and it was so funny. I loved that one. Uh, Abbott Elementary, Quinta Brunson. I'm probably saying it wrong. And there's Marty being upset. Hey, buddy. This is going to be one of those episodes where I got I to gotta multitask to keep him happy. Maybe I'll go and grab a, a bed for him. <laughs> All right, we'll see. That took all of like a minute and a half for Marty to get upset and want want some attention because he's being dramatic. But you can sit in the bed that I just put next to me, buddy. I know there's not quite enough space to get next to me in this room right now, but doesn't mean I don't love you, bud. He can't listen to podcasts. So I don't know why I'm saying it. But anyways, I, I loved some of the themes. There's the admin that's just a career riser. And <laughs> I'm not shitting on any, and I don't know anyone personally, but uh, some of the tropes were done in a very funny way, and I, I loved it. The issue of funding, where this is in uh, suburban, uh, or sorry, uh, an inner city Philadelphia school, very similar to like Teach Tony Danza. It's like they can't even get money for the rugs, but meanwhile, like the Philadelphia Eagles new stadium is getting all this money. Uh, and I don't want to spoil any of the jokes, but I just, I loved all the all the jokes about like turnover and things like that. It reminded me of my own uh, a cohort of teachers when we got hired at the school where it was like there were like seven or eight of us and in the show it's like 30 and they're like and there's only two of us left it's like i'm only one of i'm one of two that still lasted in in uh in my school after that round of hiring from my cohort uh i thought it was great i thought the principal stuff was funny the way that funding kind of gets you know completely screwed and there's you know just this weird veil over that i don't know um i thought i thought the writing was just great but I think the biggest thing that I loved about the show, and you can check it out for free, I think, on ABC. We're not sponsored by ABC or by Abbott Elementary. But I think the best thing about it is that it was, it was all coming from a place of respect. You know? Like the jokes and stuff that were even at teachers' expense was more pointing out like the absurdity that teachers are put into these positions. It's not because, like a, you know, it's not like a shame or a, a knock against teachers like a lot of shows seem to do. And I think that's why a lot of shows get get canceled. But I think the best part about this is that it's a different take because there was a show that was mockumentary style similar to this about teachers 
But I think that there's just something about this one that has a more inherently positive vibe to it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just, there's a vibe about, I think I'm going to honestly watch it. Like, not just for the sake of the pot. Like, I'm going to watch it and it's not for you guys. I'm going to watch it and I think I'm going to enjoy it. And, and we'll see if there's other parallels. I'm sure it's very well written. I, I read that uh, the creator of the show, I mean, she obviously had some sort of positive uh, influence from, from a teacher. And I think that's great. Saw some meme about it on social media where it's like, clearly the way that uh, a student felt or the way a teacher made it help the student feel, uh, that stuck with her. And therefore, Abbott Elementary became a thing. Uh, but I, I really liked it. I thought there were a lot of really funny things, a lot of endearing characters that at the end of the day, it, it's not like they're just like unlikable people. There, there's some annoyances and things like that, but they all have at the heart of it uh, the calling to, to teach. So Abbott Elementary, I, I thought Abbott Elementary was great. And uh, if you didn't know, the name of it is Abbott Elementary. Uh, yeah, check it out. This one I'm going with. This is like a mixture of orange and mango and apple, which is a weird juice to go with. But it goes with rum and it pairs pretty, pretty nicely. So, yeah, another one of those situations where I was, I was in a meeting. And it was a very roundabout meeting that just kind of kept going on and on and on and on, and it was kind of a continuation of a meeting from like a previous week or month or year or whatever that just also kept going on and on and on and on uh, with a bunch of cliches. And I was like, this is, I just was talking about this on the podcast, you know, where someone says something that just has no, has no, like, just another day dealing with the same old shit. Like, yeah, I get it. That's the thing that we always say. You just got to put one foot in front of the other. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You just, all you got to do is give 110% effort and the kids will rise to, no, that's not necessarily how it works. All the cliches, early bird gets the worm, just doesn't even make sense anymore. Early bird gets the copy machine, like, that's not a cliche, it's going to become one soon though. Um, I, don't, I don't understand why, I, maybe it's just a comfort that people fall back onto that, but every time I hear one of these cliches, I'm like, eh, why? Or, or uh, my favorite one is, when you just, you know, just casually, when you're asking like a fellow teacher or a fellow staff member in the building, hey, how's it going? And they go, I'm here. And you're like, Jesus Christ. All right. Or you ask them and, the, and they go, uh, it's a Monday. Or, you know, it's a Tuesday. Hey, how's your day going? It's a Wednesday. Hey, how's your day going? Well, you know, it's, it's Thursday, not quite Friday. And then when it gets to Friday, then it's... <laughs> And I'm guilty of saying this too. Man, we really earned this weekend. <laughs> Looking forward to this weekend big time. And then on Monday, it goes, hey, how was your weekend? They go, could have been longer. <laughs> hey, how'd your weekend go? Oh, it was way too short. It went by way too fast. Just all the cliches that you can say. Mondays, am I right? All the cliches in the world. And granted, I'm very guilty of saying most of these. I'm not going to lie to you. But... If you've got someone saying that, try to, try to encourage, I'm not saying put your shit on someone else with the, how are you, but let's come up with something that's a bit better and more genuine, or just don't be genuine and just say the, I'm, it was good. How was yours? And move on. You know, don't put that cliche shit on me. <laughs> um, we recently did for uh, one of my classes, we did, um, it's my experiential class. So it's an elective. Uh, we did this cool workshop where they got, uh, these white canvas shoes. And they got to either use fabric paint or fabric markers on them. And a lot of the kids, I, I, was, I was not surprised at all. They, they pick it up 
picked it up and ran with it. Uh, and they really liked it. It wound up being like uh, two class periods in a row because I had them for lunch. So it was like pizza. And then the third, uh, and then the second day, sorry, I just gave them like that class period and they still had to go to lunch. So like, sorry, I had to subject you to Aramark on the second day. But I was really kind of hoping that two hours would be enough for you guys to paint, uh, paint and or draw on your shoes. But uh, there were still some kids that I was very surprised. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say very surprised. I guess a little bit shocked that uh, the kids that weren't invested in it were not the ones I would have necessarily picked. You know what I mean? Like, this is a chance to be artistic, to get out of the classroom for a little bit. We were on the fourth floor, which, if you remember, the fourth floor of my building is also where they put us one time when they had to do, like, some welding repairs or whatever. <laughs> they were like... The classrooms are ready. When they meant ready, they meant like, you're in a storage room and there's a rusty two by four with a, or a rusty nail sticking out of a two by four. <laughs> like, what's our security? Uh, what's our security up there in terms of uh, when I have my classes up there? Like, you know that rusty uh, nail sticking out of the two by four? Yeah. Yeah. That's your security. Go, oh, okay, great. Um, am I getting feedback? This is so annoying. The, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes of a podcast that you guys don't even know you don't even know how good you have it that you don't have to worry about it. I don't know. I, I give up at this point uh, with the static stuff. But guess what we're going to learn about today, kids? Tetanus. Um, oh, anyways, we're on the fourth floor, and I guess I was surprised that some kids, they were, they were like the ones that weren't so into it, and that's fine. I'm not going to take it personal. It was kind of a pain and really difficult to get everyone's shoe size and to get them in time, and there was a big thing with like, if it's going to get here on time, and do I have to move this to another day, another week, and all that stuff. Uh, but it worked out, and there were some kids that were like, my shoe looks like trash. I don't want to do this. This is stupid. And it's like, you did it to the shoe. They're like, I didn't know what to do on my shoe. We spent a day yesterday preparing for this. We went over shoe designs and what it should mean to you. Just shit like that. Like, there's no one else to blame but yourself here, bud. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I love my students, but there's no one else to blame, and it's kind of your fault if you don't like your shoe. If you don't like the shoe, the shoe that you made, the custom shoe for you that you don't like, apparently, again, no one to blame but yourself. Is it just me, by the way? Or are we just like over-diagnosing ADHD on TikTok? You know, every other week, Katie will be like, so I was watching TikTok. That's great, Katie. And amidst the other 87 texts, or 87 TikToks that she sends me in a week that I can't watch unless she's there because she wants to see my reaction. But then if I don't watch them, she's like, you didn't watch any of the TikToks I sent you. And I, it's a direct quote, by the way. Um, but she's just over-diagnosing. <laughs> and I know that that's probably true, like every last one of them. But just, can just TikTok, just uh, just follow me at Classroom Brew on TikTok, <laughs> please. Can we cool it a little bit with the ADHD, the adult ADHD TikTok stuff? I'm just... I just don't have the I just don't have the energy for it anymore. I don't want to learn anything else about AD, adult, adult undiagnosed ADHD. Can we just move on, please? Maybe you're someone that makes that content on TikTok, and if that's the case, I apologize. But I'm just <laughs> I'm just a little bit tired of hearing about it. You know, it's the end of February now, so this is a, I mean, mid February would have been Valentine's Day. But I I, was, I saw this song. It's titled "The Worst Day" by by Future, the rapper. The guy known for saying sensational. And I love Future because I think he's so damn funny. I, mean, I think he's talented too. I like a lot of his music. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, I think he's so funny. And I just, like, he's the best because this, this song that came out around Valentine's Day, he titled it 
the worst day or worst day, sorry. Uh, and I, I'm thinking like going to be some intense stuff, like some intense shit, some emotional shit, something he went through his, his life. If it were a teacher, it'd be like the day the lesson plan didn't work, the day the copier, the day the copier jammed or whatever. It's like, you know, something like that, like truly the worst day, the day I got toner on my tie. But, you know, I'm thinking like this is a song, it's, it's titled The Worst Day, you know, it has this emotional album cover. I'm thinking of stuff that like, what would my worst day be? And then Future goes on to rap about how Valentine's Day is the worst day because he has so many bitches. Oh. <laughs> this is why Future's the best. I'm thinking, I'm sitting here thinking, what's he got going on in his life? Is Future okay? How's he doing? Au contraire, he's doing great. As a matter of fact, he's doing great in many different partnerships because his worst day is Valentine's Day because he has so many bitches to worry about buying candy and teddy bears and heart-shaped assortments for. <laughs> Sensational. I think Future's the best. I mean, I don't know what that could be with like a teacher version of that. I don't know. I went with like the stuff that was bad, of course, but I just think, I, I think future, if he, if we could do a collab, I, I don't know why he would hear this, but if he is hearing this, of course he is. Um, I would love to do some sort of collab because I think that's the funniest shit I've ever seen with such a dramatic title for a song. But then there's the, <laughs> the premise that it's just my life so hard. I have all these women who desire me. And I have all this money, but it's stressful on my personal assistant. <laughs> I wonder if he does have a, let me see. Does Future have a, per, he has to. He's a busy man, right? Future. Uh, no, maybe I'll just, because Future, it's going to get really confused by that. Does Future have a personal assistant? Uh, of course, it didn't get it right. What is the future of personal assistants? I give up. You know what? I give up. There, there's no way to do it. I wonder how much a personal assistant, how much does it make? Between $10,000 and $260,000. Of course, Google's probably just estimating. But speaking of future, actually, this is not a planned one. Uh, there was this internal email that was sent uh, by my district saying, our CPS future is bright. And this is a message that went to, it went to parents and, or families and it went to staff talking about how we're breaking down the barriers to college, uh, which is fair because of a number of different schools, granted, mostly high-performing schools, um, not necessarily kids in, you know, all of the underserved communities, uh, received these, like, full-ride scholarships to state schools. Uh, what was it? Farragut, Juarez, Morgan Park, Noble, Johnson College, Prep, and al Rabi. Uh, which agree for them. I'm not. I'm not shitting on that at all. But I think it'd be great to see a little bit more diversity with who's getting these these scholarships. Already, this boy. Um, I just. I thought it was funny. They're talking about like the future's bright in CPS, and like meanwhile, we just had like 18 scandals. We lost like another CE, a CPS CEO and a, a a chief education officer as well. So a different type of CEO in addition to the executive officer. <laughs> They're like future's bright. Uh, you know, fine. Okay. I can't say shit because I just got, I got my tenure letter and it was like, now that you've got this, I hope you'll consider, this is in the letter. I hope you'll consider a leadership position. It's just like, 
is this paid or are you trying to tell me to move up and out because that's what everyone seems to do is they're just like using you know, their position to move up to the next best thing or whatever are you encouraging me to do that or are you encouraging me to take on free work it's like hey you're now a tenured teacher you should be part of this committee that's just going to take up your time your energy your mental health your sanity uh, you won't be paid for it but you'll get blamed for certain things and then we'll take the credit for you so the future's super bright i guess and the best part about it too i'm not i'm not going to become one of those people that just suddenly doesn't give a shit or just starts to say stupid shit like i'm not i'm not going to do that i'm still doing things the way that i do things uh, as a teacher and as a human being but i can really at this point say whatever on this podcast and i've got a little bit more just a little bit more security uh, which is such a cliche at this point but but you know what early bird gets the worm you, you know what it's a thursday you know how thursdays go uh another another follow-up to uh a friend of mine who actually listens to the podcast as well pointed out the uh this could be useful episode from last week i am the number one culprit for doing that shit and i fully own that um let's take another drink i say that because i've got literally at least like 16 folders somewhere i don't know where and i, I may never i probably never will uh with stuff that i'm like this could be useful um and you know maybe it could be i don't know i would recommend to myself that i just get rid of it and if you have something that is your this could be a useful folder or cabinet or drawer or maybe it's even like your entire like classroom uh, closet or cabinets or drawers or whatever it might be. Because that's for sure. Why is that such a thing where school districts are like, oh, you're retiring or oh, you got a job somewhere else. Don't worry about it. Just what, however your classroom looks right now, just you go ahead and go for it. Because then when the new person shows up, they're like, this is a room. It's now yours and your responsibility. You fucking deal with it. <laughs> like they sp you, you spend so much time just trying to get rid of the shit from the previous teacher that you don't have any time to like, especially in the first year, maybe even two, depending on how much you've got. Because we, we don't set people up for success. <laughs> There's a reason in Abbott Elementary they're talking about they show like a montage of all the people that left because only two out of 30 people are still uh, stuck it out at the school and they talk about turnover being insanely high, which it is. And I feel like which is the way we start people up. Like my, I'm thinking of my first day like walking in there. And granted, I love my classroom now, but before? Oh, it was a disaster. Like holes in the wall. The, the door was broken. Like literally like broken in half. Uh, it would still close enough, but not entirely. I had like 18 file cabinets or whatever, uh, like drawer file cabinet type things. Uh, so many extra bookshelves and extra tables. And ju it's just, I don't know how they thought that was okay. <laughs> There's like a, a, a you know, when, when you had a bike and you took the bike seat off or whatever, or just like a kid that didn't have their bike seat, maybe it got stolen. And so they just couldn't sit. I swear to God, that was like the desk chair that I, had, that I had in my classroom when I first got there, along with like this desk that was like falling apart and like rickety, like when you poorly build an Ikea chair, you know, and it's like swaying back and forth, like a te into we and, as Nell would say. Uh, we don't get set up for success. And granted, now I've got like a nicer, well, not nicer desk, it's just a desk that works. And I've got a chair that works. I've got a room without 
holes in the wall finally, and it got repainted like two, three years ago. Uh, so it's nice, the exception of the leak in the, <laughs> the, top part, the top part of the ceiling. So who knows where that's coming from? And when I asked them to fix it, they're like, yeah, we could paint that. <laughs> oh, you got water damage? Yeah, we could paint over that shit. Yeah. I'm sure somebody else can really relate to that when it comes to the maintenance that is, the quote-unquote maintenance that is done. I'm not shitting on maintenance people. I'm shitting on the, the quality of work based on probably the time and resources that are given to said people. Uh, maybe they'll cover that in, uh, in Abbott Elementary. I did like that part. I will spoil that part. <laughs> Abbott Elementary, to fill the void of this teacher that gets fired in the first episode, they, they uh, hire the custodian. <laughs> and this is an elementary school, mind you, hence Abbott Elementary. <laughs> like You've got uh, Dane, the, the, the uh, custodial worker, uh, custodian teaching this fourth grade class. And he's like, this is all you need to know, kids. This who runs the world. It's like fucking Illuminati is written on the board. Oh, man. I wish I could just do shit like that. Maybe I can now. Maybe I can talk more about Illuminati. I don't know. I'm getting a lot of, I just posted on the Instagram too. Uh, one of the few times that I, I'm going to be the one posting on there. Uh, like a little recommendation on Abbott Elementary. I'm getting a lot of responses. So, I appreciate that, everybody. Uh, so shout out to uh, AJ Bianco. He's in the most recent one. And, oh my God, it's loading so slow. Miss Cynthia 86. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a great show. Just truly it is. So I appreciate you guys reaching out. Uh, it's funny what, what blows up on TikTok and Instagram and then what doesn't do well, you know? Like there's a reason that like, what is it? There's like a million and 87 new podcasts per day. And like most of them don't make it past like the first six months or something like that. Uh, and I'm guilty of like having multiple times when I kind of lost motivation for the podcast. But it's just interesting how stuff like that works out for some people and not others, depending on if you have a built in audience or not. I don't know. It, it, it's a weird thing. But um, anyways, long tangent there. Uh, I was I was reading this uh, this stuff about classroom management, and um, I'm not really like I, I've had like the same style for things. I'm pretty non-confrontational, but for like the first time in five years, uh, I've had to kind of really drop the hammer. Like we're talking seating chart, phones at the door. Uh, implemented this like system on Google Sheet where like I've got each kid's name up on the screen. And like they get like uh, a drop menu for like disruption, excuse me, disruptions and off task and disrespect and all that stuff. And um, I felt like such a militant teacher with a seating chart and all that shit. Uh, but I was amazed and only one kid had a problem. And granted, he did call me the N word. So he had a really big problem with it, apparently. <laughs> uh, said I was a lame ass. And um, I'm never going to say it, but the word itself. And uh, just for the seating chart, even though he knew damn well uh, that he was one of the main culprits. So that was a fun conversation with the mom, who was very, but honestly, a rock star parent. But um, I don't know. It's, it's weird whenever you have to drop the hammer. Like, I'm a high school teacher, so I literally have different class periods. So it's kind of like you're either going on to put on the same show or just a modified show or entirely different show. Uh, <laughs> but when it comes time for for this particular class period, I'm just like, I need to be an asshole right now. <laughs> I, need to, I need to really drop the hammer. Um, and granted, most of the kids saw it coming, so they were like, 
yep, we we uh, we deserve this one. We, <laughs> uh, but I thought it was fitting that like our our like resident like badass kid that hasn't been there who hasn't been there for a very long time. This is like the first time she shows up in like two months. Uh, and even she was like, ooh, you guys must have done something. He's never done this before. Um, and I, was, I almost was like, oh, shit. I mean, I almost didn't put this student's name on the, the seating chart, but I was like, you know what? With my luck, <laughs> sure enough, with my luck, that's the timing of it all. Uh, granted, it was great to like, you know, have eyes and ears and see that like, student is still alive and well but um it's just funny that it's like literally the first day out of three that i have dropped that i am dropping the hammer on this class period that's when that's when a student who has been mia but has a historical badass record that's when uh she decides to come back for like literally just a few days before she's got something else going on so i thought that was kind of fun uh, fun timing, not for that student, but I appreciate that she right away was like, got it, not going to be a problem. I'll just do my shit and leave when it's time to leave. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm actually curious about this one. Uh, if you guys want to write in, uh, and I won't, I won't put this on the podcast if you don't want to, of course, but uh, if you've encountered like a, a coworker, whether it, it could be a teacher or it could just be a regular coworker, I've noticed that it's other teachers that maybe have a question or want to chat or something like that. And just even with the loud bells going Ooh, at the start of class and end of class, they just have no like awareness that it might be nice for a teacher to get their class started, you know? Like finding a good ending point or at least a pausing point to the conversation to start the class. I'm not saying like every minute needs to be micromanaged. Like I'm not like a busy work person. Uh, I'm not like a, although I do have the, the constant urge whenever something takes more than two or three days to be like, what can I add to this? Because I feel like we're just wasting time, especially for the kids that are ready to move on. You know what I mean? But does anyone have like a coworker where like, again, the first opening to class, like if you don't start strong, especially in like a problematic class, you're doomed for the rest of the hour. You know, I I don't know. And I never know. I'm not. Th- I'm not that good in those types of social situations where it's like I need to like cut things off, even if I've got to like uh, let the dog out. And I know that I have to leave like right at the bell. But I have like a student or a staff member that's sticking around to talk about something, and I could very easily just phone it in and and just like not contribute. But then there's always something in the conversation that I'm like, oh, I need to insert myself so I can add some sort of thought, which is probably a a, a too much gene on my on my part um but i don't know i just it it drives me a little bit crazy i don't know maybe i'm just getting dizzier (laughs) as time goes on but the the somehow lack of awareness from a fellow staff member dare i say even a fellow teacher where if class started maybe put it on pause be like like if it's me and i go in and i'm talking to somebody i'll go oh i'm sorry i'll let let you start class we can talk later or oh i'll let you start class i'll just i'll wait over here however long you need got a 15 minute opener great i'll be over here waiting for fucking 15 minutes because <laughs> i'm just hyper aware of that um i don't know I, maybe it's more of like a thing that when i get older i'll be well no because the people that are doing it are not always uh veteran teachers <laughs> i said veteran 
Veteran is the key word. I count as a veteran teacher now, I guess. So there's that. But um, yeah, if you've encountered that, let me know. Reach out, classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on any social media. Although now we're getting some traction on Reddit, apparently. Adam was always like, use Reddit. And I'm like, I'm afraid of Reddit. And he's like, use Reddit. I'm like, I'm still afraid of Reddit. And I don't really understand how it all works, but I've gotten, I, I got the app on my phone and I've used it once. But I've tried to do a little bit with that. That's something that I'm going to probably have Matt and or Adam focus on because that's, that's not my strong suit, okay? But uh, you could check out the Reddit page for Classroom Brew, or sorry, Reddit user for class. I don't know what it, I don't know what you call it. I'm not a Redditor. Redditor? I'm not a Redditor. R-E-D-I-T, yeah, E-R. Or it'd be T-T-E-R. No, T-E-R. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, yeah. I'm also going to be curious too, uh, next time Peter's on, to see how he's handling like the current event of uh, the situation in Ukraine, the invasion by Putin and uh, Russia. Because when I asked my sophomores and even <laughs> some of my seniors, uh, like if they wanted to talk about it and like briefly go over it, no interest. Even if I like gave like a little bit of like a boo, like there's a little bit, like a, a little smidgen of some information, just like this could be useful in this discussion. Just none of them bit, not a single one of the, I think on those particular, like that two day stretch where I was just constantly had NPR on like the radio on my desk going uh, in the background, more for me, not for the kids, but still had it going. I think maybe out of the 200-ish kids I saw across those two days, three kids wanted to engage in a conversation about it. I was like, all right, I guess you guys are all behind on all your work and the current project, every task for the project. So I guess we won't do a current event on this. I'm just going to talk with these three kids while you guys don't do your work that you should have done anyways. And it's fine. You know what? It's fine. I'm trying to detach a little bit, kind of like with remote learning, where kids didn't do shit and now kids still aren't doing shit. And not to be like, I know, whatever. You know what? I'm not saying that it's not hard for the kids, but just just a little bit of you know frustration for a teacher. Is that okay on their own podcast? Can we express a little bit of frustration? Because we're all doing it anyways, you know? Just the laziness factor, like we talked about last week. Or like generationally, it gets worse and worse. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it is what it is. So, but hey, check out uh, Abbott Elementary. I'm going to check out some more episodes. Uh, I got to see where else it's streaming so that I don't have to use, I don't want to have ads on ABC because I'm entitled. But um, uh, but yeah, if you got any classroom management stuff that you've been trying and then some sort of entitled kid that somehow acts like they weren't the cause of that problem, doesn't want to adhere to it, uh, that's always a fun time. So, uh, But subscribe to the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash classroombrew. You can see a bunch of different links in the episode descriptions on whatever app you're listening in, uh, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, iHeart, whatever it is. But yeah, let people know about the podcast, spread the word. I got a nice little teacher drinking podcast. We can talk about shit. Uh, and if you want to send anything to me that I can go over on the podcast, or if you want to be on the podcast yourself, you can email me classroombrew at gmail.com, or you can reach out on social media at classroombrew. But hey, stay safe, everybody. Thanks so much for listening, all the support. And until next week, class dismissed. Classroom.